So, there have been many ups and downs, haven't there, in 2021. Some struggles have been more difficult than others. But what does God say? He says all things will work for the good of those who love him. And that brings us hope and peace and even joy. Because we know God is with us and for us. So who can be against us? Yeah? Even when things like this happen this morning, who cares? We can still praise and we can still listen and speak the word of God. But it can be really hard to look through our struggles when we're going, we're going through them yep. and to look through the other side. It can be really difficult. But when we snuggle up close to our Lord, it becomes a lot easier. And what he says over our circumstances, we can find peace. Philippians 4, 7 says, The peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your, heart, your hearts and your minds through Christ. Now, interestingly, when I read the Greek side of that, the word guard in Greek, phrurisi, means a lot stronger word. It actually means to guard like a military guard against an invasion or an attack. So, in other words, Christ is protecting our hearts, our minds, and even our thoughts, and sometimes our feelings against the invasion of the enemy who tries to bring that fear and depression. So we need to keep our focus on the word of God and the presence of the Holy Spirit and God's peace will prevail and overcome the enemy. And I can almost hear some people thinking, yeah, it's easily easily said, but not easily done when you're going through what I'm going through. Yeah. But I recently mentioned something about what we're going through as a family, which is very difficult. But the Lord led me to listen to someone who said, it's easy to think you're under attack but you're not. You're already in the battle. And as such, you need to keep swinging that sword. And the sword is the word of God. Yeah, We need to keep declaring what God says over our circumstances and not stop. Keep declaring it no matter how we feel. And that's exactly what Jesus did when he was tired and he was weary after fasting and praying for 40 days in the desert. That's when the enemy came and tried to tempt him. Now notice the enemy came when Jesus was tired. He was weary. He was hungry. The devil doesn't play fair. Don't expect him to. Yeah. But Jesus didn't bother arguing with him. He just declared the written and spoken word back to him. When the devil said, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. And Jesus just replied, it is written, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. I love that. We live by the word of God. We live by everything that comes from the mouth of God. The word of God is powerful. It is our sword to defeat the enemy. Amen. And we can live by that sword, by that word. In John 10.10, Jesus said, I have come that they may have life and have it abundantly. Jesus is God's word incarnate, and through him we live abundantly. So when we keep our focus on Jesus and the word, we step into God's victory. Did you know that? We step into his victory because the battle belongs to the Lord. 
and the victory's already been won. Amen. Yeah. In Ephesians, the Apostle Paul also tells us to put on the armour of God, and that includes the sword of the Spirit. So he's also telling us that the word of God is powerful, so use it. Put on your armour, pick up that sword, and declare what God says. Now notice the other thing that Satan said to Jesus. He said, if you are the Son of God. Now he was trying to plant a seed of doubt. And I think it's in Matthew somewhere that says, the birds of the air came to steal the seed. You see, God plants the seed. He gives us the word. And he gives it to grow and to flourish. But the enemy will come and try to steal it. And if he can't steal it, he'll plant weeds next to it. He'll plant doubt. Yeah? So for instance, have you ever prayed for somebody and nothing's happened? That's when we have a choice. We have a choice to doubt ourselves and listen to the enemy and back off and say, well, there's no point in me praying. Or we press in. Yeah? And we continue. And we don't give up. The Father rewards our faithfulness. When our own children want to learn something, what do we do? If they don't, if they don't succeed the first time, when they learn it, a baby's learning to walk, do we say, don't worry about it, sit up, you don't have to walk? No, we encourage them, come on, you can do it, you can do it. And that's what the Father does for us. He encourages us, he's given us in the word everything we will ever need. It's all there. Jesus himself said in Luke 9, that he has given us power and authority to drive out demons and to cure diseases. And in Matthew 10, he said, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the leper, drive out demons, freely you have received, freely give. He didn't say, pray and if nothing happens, just give up, don't worry about it. He said, go out and do it. He said, heal the sick, Raise the dead. Cleanse the leper. He didn't just say, give it a try. He said, do it. And he will only say, do it, if he knows that he's given us the authority and the power to do it. Ephesians 5 says, For you were once in darkness, but now you are the light in the Lord. So live as children of light. Wake up, O sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. This is the time to wake up and know who we are in Christ because we are children of the Most High God. And now I felt this sentence when I was preparing for this talk and it said, wake up and smell the roses. And you might think, what do you mean? It's not quite spring yet. But it is coming. And this is a time of preparation and it's a time of getting ready. It's the time before spring when the roses are sleeping that fertilizer and manure is put in the soil to nourish it and help it grow the seeds and the plants. And if you think about it, sometimes when we're going through struggles, you might hear someone say, this stinks, you know? So look at it this way. We're in a preparation for a new season of abundant growth. So if we don't give up and we think of our, our struggles as fertilizer, we will become stronger and more able to produce growth and flourish. And we will be able to smell the roses. (laughs) And what a beautiful aroma they give. Yeah. So we've got to hold on. We've got to keep swinging the sword because the enemy cannot stand 
against the word of God. When we declare God's word, the enemy has no foothold. He's got nothing that he can come back with. You just keep declaring the word. <laughs> and we will get that peace. James 1 says, Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial, because having, un having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. When I think about trials, I think about Job. He was an amazing man of strength. He refused to give up or blame God. And did you realise that actually God was proud of Job? God told Satan, look at my servant Job, there is no one like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God, shuns evil, and he still maintains his integrity. Wow. Satan's response was, and this is paraphrased, it's only because you bless him. Even yeah. Satan knows God blesses his children. Yeah. Satan said, if you afflict his flesh and bones, he will curse you. So God allowed Satan to afflict Job with a disease to prove that Job would remain faithful. Yeah. Now at first glance, this, this story can seem a bit strange. We think, well, why would God allow that? But also when you think about it, it's an amazing story of God's faithfulness in Job, mm -hmm. his child. He had faith, he knew, and he trusted in God, he knew, sorry, he trusted in Job. He knew his heart. He knew his strength. He says, I know he loves me regardless of his circumstances. And he trusted in Job. What an amazing testimony to Job about his relationship with God. There was trust in the goodness of God no matter what his circumstances. And he remained faithful. And God blessed him with double when he came through it. And that's, that's worth holding on to, isn't it? Because when we're going through stuff, we know that actually this won't last forever. When I come through, God will bless me. Yeah? And God is with me while I'm, with, while I'm in this. You see, God never changes. He's good all the time. Our circumstances don't change who he is. Yeah? His word never changes. And we can declare that word again and again and again as we're going through tough things. And he deserves all our praise, our love, and our honour. He is God. He's our Heavenly Father. And it's worth remembering that when we're about to come into something wonderful, a new season of growth and blooming, that's when things can get tough and we'll get distractions coming. So if we start thinking of those struggles as fertiliser, <laughs> oh, yeah. just preparing us but making us stronger, yeah, and ready for what's coming. Romans 5 says, We rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. And hope does not disappoint because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. You see, nothing can stop the plans or purposes of God so let's declare the word of God constantly over our lives and our children's and our families and our, our um, neighbours, our community, especially in the tough time. 
and let's see the goodness of God in the land of the living. You see, I'm so excited to see what's going to happen next. I really am. There is so much fertiliser recently in our lives. <laughs> we are heading for an amazing season of bloom. And as we move forward in this new season, God is waking us up to who we are in him and the authority that he's given us. So get ready, church. Let's fix our eyes on him and let's declare the word and let's swing that sword like we've never done it before. Amen. Amen. Let's pray for our family, our friends, our neighbours, our community, and let's praise God in those struggles. James 1, 17 to 27 says, um, sorry, James talks about the goodness of God. And he says, God doesn't tempt us to do evil things, but he uses life's challenges to strengthen and protect us. And in the process, we become more like God. Every good and perfect gift is from our Heavenly Father. And just as we would do anything for our children, he will do so much more for us. He spends our whole life blessing us. Why? Because he loves us. Yeah? And he's with us. And he's good. Amen? So let's pray. Lord, I just thank you for your word today. I thank you that you are with us, you are for us, and that you have given us words to declare over our lives and our family's life, no matter what we're going through. And Father, you have given us that sword. You've given us a shield, and you've told us to swing that sword and use your word, and you've given us power and authority to do it. And Father, I just pray your blessing over every member of this congregation, Lord, those that are here and those that aren't today. Father, I just pray your blessing, your love, your favour, your protection. And Father, I just pray you wake us up to know who we are in you and how much you love us because you are such a good 